Today is the birthday of one of my very favorite humans on this planet. My husband, Jordy. Jordy the Magnificent. And so true to all of their birthdays, the core four, that is, um, I dedicate a show to them exploring what I know to be true about them from this last year and the truth about them right now as I'm experiencing it. And him and I have grown a lot together. And I think that's all that we can ask for in this life with a partner is the chance to grow together. And that really is the task of being married. And I have asked for a lot of growth together and a lot of risk and and balance and reward and, and taking and trusting one another. And it has been a journey and I could not be more thankful to be on this journey with this human. I can't even believe that I ever got this lucky. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey on this season five vibe and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like is all about settling into the being, the knowing transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living and we started out this show you know really thinking that this was going to happen overnight and one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around and so if you're just happening upon this show in season five you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up lost you are not going to get there just know that um but it's it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real. And this is all real. This is me living my life out loud. So we can all do our dreams. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss, and this is where we do dreams, and we don't have great intros because we just, it's just happening. This show just happens, and the result of a show just happening is that life 
happens along with it. And today just happens to be one of my favorite days, one of the very most important days in what would shape up to be the life of your host. Um, it is the day of the birth of one of my favorite humans on this planet, my husband, Jordan. And, you know, what I will say is that there is this typical cat-mouse game, this funny little concept that we do where, like, oh, husband and wives, they hate each other and they bicker. And, like, I don't know. I didn't want that to be our story. And, and that is very much the norm. The norm of the story is, oh, ha, 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 oh, he, oh I said it on my podcast and I know that I will probably get some hate for this. And some people are just meant to have that kind of a life and there's nothing wrong with it. But I am telling you that that is not what I envisioned for my life. And so I decided that I wanted to make a change. And I don't know if you know this, but changing together in a relationship is completely optional. If one person goes crazy and say that they say something like, I want to chase my dreams and we're going to have to completely change our money story and we're going to have to completely uproot and make our life different and we're going to challenge and say things and change things and and try something different because this does not seem to be working. And that person could say something like, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds painful. Change seems hard. And I would say for my husband, <laughs> who is like a loyalist to what he knows, I mean, I love him and I love the little humans that we have created together. But him and my firstborn are the same exact person. And I am telling you, if they could buy the same brand of underwear and deodorant and everything for the rest of their life, they would be perfectly comfortable and they would never change anything. And that is not a problem. Assuming things don't change, but I will tell you the second that a fabric changes or a waistband changes or a trend changes, it is, it's, it's, it's war at our house or we outgrow something and it fits different or something, you know, gets a little old and worn out and just doesn't quite sit the same way. Like, oh, it's going to be a problem. And I love both of them so much for that. But change is not necessarily their forte. Now, me and my youngest daughter, who is probably kind of close to me, we love change. We're like, can we move the furniture again today? Because I don't know, it's kind of boring. It sat there for a little while. It's time to, to change it up. You think that it's just been like this for too long? Don't you think? Now, I've had to get better at ways to <laughs> mix things up because our house is kind of small and there isn't a lot of ways to move things around. Um, but like we like change. We thrive in that environment. It's fun for us. It is not fun for all humans. Everyone is different and that's a beautiful thing. And if my husband and my firstborn were not in my life, I would probably never have wonderful 
traditions and and a home that's comfortable and things that are steady and consistent, right? Like things that we get to be loyal to. I wouldn't get those traditions because I would constantly be following my own pace. But part of building a lasting relationship to me is finding how to flow in this life together. And I feel blessed every single day that although please, 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 Haynes, please do not change whatever you got going with your underwear. It's great. I think the fabric's nice. I think we can just ride that out, you know, and the same with just Puma socks. Just keep, keep that going. I think you're doing the right things. You got to keep it going because that makes my life so much better. Just like you know, we just buy in bulk. Okay, you like these underwear? We are going to buy 1,200 of them because what if they change it? We are going to be in trouble. Um, so maybe lesson learned. I should do that. Now, if you're not growing, that's not a problem. But if you're, oh, if you're a fourth grader and you are growing and you are constantly growing out of things. This is kind of a constant state of, of issues, but we're figuring it out and it's wonderful. And we need people to balance us out because as they find things that need to be consistent and sure, and there is a right and a wrong, my daughter and I come in and we help them through moments of change. We help them to see that it will be okay, that things can change and move. And sometimes it's important that they do. And then we can get back to our comfortable state, but we have to continue pushing forward. And it's very fun. And I think most importantly, you know, we are showing our two daughters who are very much like us, how they can work together. And if we don't find ways to do that and ways to set that expectation and that stage for them, they aren't just going to find it themselves. They will find ways to battle. That is by and far the norm. And that really was probably at about, well, yeah, yeah, I'd say at probably about year three or four of our marriage, I was like, I can't keep fighting about the same things. Okay, well, then we need to fix it. I'm like, I just, I really don't want to be that couple that like talks about how smoking hot everyone else is instead of their spouse. I don't want to be the couple who is like, constantly bickering about money in front of people because I think like that's super not cool and I don't want to be the people who are constantly talking crap behind each other's back to other people and I understand like in relationships we need the ability to vent to some people but I don't want to be the one that is spreading bad about you all the time because living with you is intolerable because we never figured out how to how to work together in this life. And so, you know, that was rough working together, figuring out life together, finding ways to be stronger together, moving together is easier once you get it down 
but typically opposites attract. So moving together in the beginning until you fully understand each other, and believe me, that is work all the time, figuring out how to figure each other out. That's not like one and done. Okay, I know that you're an Enneagram 7, and now I know everything there is to know about you. No, it's like, okay, now I know that you're an Enneagram 7, and so you move like this. But I also know that when you're stressed, you move to this. And I also know that when you are calm and happy, you move to this, and you're going to show up different ways. And when we're under stress, you're going to sort of look like this. And maybe during this week of the month, you're going to look like this. And I am figuring out how to move with you. And I don't know, you know, casting that vision and wanting that for our relationship is definitely something that would have been easy to say no to because it's not the way that either of us grew up witnessing um, in, in everywhere, right? Like I would say maybe we saw it in some places, but for the, for the mass majority, what we saw was the cat mouse relationships where the norm is to kind of hate on that person that you're with, like love, but hate right? Like (laughs) if the majority of the conversations you have about the person that you're with are talking bad about them, then that's, that, that's what people understand about that person and about how you feel about them, right? Like at the root of who you are as a couple, And that's like a hard pill to swallow, right? Hannah, why are you saying those things? That's not very nice, but I'm saying that's my interpretation. That is my understanding. And so I went to my husband at that point and I said, I don't want to be like this. So what's it going to take? And he laid out his needs and I laid out mine and we certainly were not perfect in that. And we certainly still are not, but we continue showing back up to figure it out every day and to figure out how we do life together. And your partner does not have to agree to that, but I would say find someone who does because you are going to be growing and changing. And my husband, whose birthday it is today, happy birthday. This is what I do every year for the core four. They get a birthday podcast. I don't know that that's a great gift and maybe not, but I figure like someday when I'm gone, they'll be able to go back through all the episodes on their birthday and listen to the things that I know about them, right? As the person who is closer to them than maybe anyone else in this world will be lucky enough to be. I know these things. And for my husband, I know that he is like dangerously loyal. And like, if you return that loyalty, if you show him the same thing and you celebrate him and you find ways to appreciate him, that is like, can be little stuff like, hey, we're just, we're going to have, you know, little smokies at lunch. Like, come on. He's all for that. Yes. I don't know. Pepperoni pizza and a Mountain Dew once in a while could go a long way, you know, but like once he's in, 
and he gets what you're going after, he is going to fight for that with you. And he sees what that can look like further than most people will. And he's so stinking smart. Like, he's really smart. I think sometimes I I don't know that he gets the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> like, he is really smart. He thinks through things like nobody else. Yeah, I mean, when I'm talking about, you know, being loyal to a pair of underwear, imagine that in instance of a company. Like, if you can get him to come work for you or with you, and you can give him a great vision to buy into, he will buy in like nobody else. And he is dangerously effective because he'll show the fuck up. Like, he'll show up. He'll do it. I mean, I remember when he decided that he wanted to become like a top level softball player. I know, it doesn't seem like a thing, but he decided that was something that he wanted to go after. And after his first season, he realized that like a majority of the high level, high performing softball players were on steroids, but they were bigger, right? And so he was like, okay, I got to get bigger. And he didn't do roids. Um, but he got bigger and he is not like a framed up guy to be as big as he is. Like that is a lot of work and dedication and constant, like doing of the thing. He's going to show up. He's going to lift the weights. He's going to keep increasing and getting better and he'll learn whatever that skill is. He's going to learn it. He's going to apply it. He is like dangerously consistent when he figures out what it is that he wants to go after. And, you know, anyone who gets someone like that on their team benefits a lot. Like if you just treat him right and, and treating him right looks literally like he doesn't even ask for anything. I don't know that he's ever bought himself anything. I remember just being like, okay, we got to change our financial situation. And he was like, all I really want is a nice truck. Like someday I understand we got to do this, but I just like, if I could have one thing, that would be it. And he literally would never ask for anything else. It's crazy. And it, it is very high up on the list of things that I will deliver to him because because of his insane loyalty and his ability to buy into a vision, he'll make sacrifices and he won't say a thing. If you get him to get what you're talking about, right? And, and he's like an intrinsically good human, um, just at baseline. But if you... If he understands what you're trying to do and he understands how it's going to benefit humanity, 
he will buy in and do it for you. I think he struggles <laughs> when it's the same as me, right? Like he struggles when it's it's hurting people. He struggles when it's 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 kind of for profit and not for the good of the human or the company culture or the company like you know he sees people and i would say that's a very rare trait in a man um and it's something that we definitely have had to kind of dig up and remind him of because i think for a long time he was sort of raised in this hyper masculine environment where you didn't get to feel like that about people that they that you really did have to be cold that it was all competition that there wasn't an opportunity to care for other people That it was just too competitive to take time to do that and it isn't and he he's gotten to know that side of himself more in the last year than probably ever but i know that that's in his intrinsic like life because usually with men it's a little bit complicated but usually with men if you can continue stripping back sort of the hyper masculinity of what they're saying if they have this like empathetic wing of self that's always at the root like the problem is the mistreatment of humans generally and the fact that they're not being seen as humans or the fact that they're not being treated like humans should be treated and i don't he's just uh, i don't know how i got so lucky you know, and he loves rules, like really loves rules. I don't know because me and Baylor, my youngest, we we don't like rules, you know, but <laughs> we have learned that structure from them and the importance of having rules and guidelines and those things and while we still right are kind of anti-rules um i think there's a lot to learn from people like that and can you imagine someone who is hyper loyal and extremely sensitive to following rules what that kind of a person could do for an organization what that kind of a person could do in a relationship what kind of humans that human could raise and i think you know when i decided that i was going to go on this journey to sort of heal and and save myself and my own soul he had every right to go you've gone insane and i'm not with you on this <laughs> and i think honestly at times there was probably about a year that that was probably something that he considered for a little while like this beep has gone crazy and i don't know that i want to continue on this journey and i think eventually he realized 
you know, just how smoking hot I am. And he bought back in, but I'm totally just kidding. That is not ever a term that I would use for myself. (laughs) I think he probably realized that this is a long game. Relationships, building a life together is not something that happens quickly or easily. And then we're adding on building a business and we're not adding on building a business. We're adding on building an empire and that's big stuff. And that is a long haul and, and there is no one else with any other skill set that I could imagine being more perfectly primed to be in a person's corner like mine. Like, If there was anyone who needed to be on the other side of this, who needed to be there holding a hand through this, it's this person. It's Jordan. It's it's who he is and it's who he makes me. And he's just awesome. And how, you know, how do you find someone like that? I don't think you find them. I think they're created for you. And if you are lucky enough to adjust your vibration, if you're lucky enough to say out loud the things that you want, and maybe it's just smart enough, not luck. If you're smart enough to do that, and I demand it, life give me someone like Jordan. And it's only gotten better. I think in the beginning, it was like, oh, here are all these wonderful physical traits. And holy cow, I don't know how I landed such a smoking hot husband. Um, Especially not with like what I consider myself to be a complete joke. And like, I really had to work on my personality and trying to be funny because I knew there was no one choosing to dance with me first at middle school dances. Like, uh, I don't know. Luckily, Hannah just rolls with the right crowd. I don't think she scores any boyfriend on her own. Like, she just kind of gets what's left after all the popular and pretty girls get the getting. Like, and... I didn't want that. I wanted a smoking hot husband. I knew that I could get one if I was like funny or something. I don't know. Still not quite sure why, why, why he's with me. Uh, but he's seriously so hot and I don't know why he just keeps getting better looking. Cause I'm quite certain that I keep getting worse looking, but he's still here. And probably cause he's the most loyal person that's ever existed in the planet of people. And that's like super, super power. And I don't know. I know he's still figuring out exactly who he wants to be and what he wants to do in this life. And I think no matter what he chooses, he's going to be the best person for it. And I just know that like, 
when you strip everything back, he just, he cares. And he puts off this facade and for a very long time before he kind of let go of that hyper-masculine, overbearing drive. Um, like, he seemed like just a, a jerk. But even at that, like, he cares. When you strip all of that back, he really cares. He cares about people. He cares about their situations. He does. Like when we said that we wanted to make a lot, that we wanted to have money someday, he wasn't, our goal wasn't like, have money and build a big house and yeah, and I'm going to get the jacked up truck, even though he wanted a truck. That wasn't it. It was like, we want money. <laughs> this is going to sound so ridiculous. We want money so that we can give out full-size candy bars on Halloween so that we can travel and experience our kids' life in adulthood so that we can bless other people with opportunities. And those were the things that we listed. It wasn't, you know, show off how much money we made because we're so, so smart and we're so, so amazing. It was like, no, how can we you know, bless other people with that gift and, and how much more could we do with that? And he, he wouldn't ever probably say that to anyone. I think he's getting to a better place, um, with letting himself be that soft in quotes. Um, but that's the reality. That's the man that I married that I always saw, even though you know, early on in our relationship, he definitely was covering that up. And I think true to our relationship and a, a testament to who we are, we pull out the best in each other. And I think he could probably see a lot of the things that I wasn't willing to be in the beginning as well. The things that I am lucky enough to be making my way towards now, um, I'm guessing he could see that light just like, and he pulled that out of me just like I'm hoping to be able to do for him someday in the same exact way. Like I see this in you, you know, and I, I see how great <laughs> he is at like following the rules while still caring about people like really deeply caring. And I see how great he is at paying attention to details that like completely fall off of my radar. Like, nope, I don't, would have never ever thought of that. He thinks about it obsessively. And he's just like so particular and, and perfect. And whatever he does with that. And he's already applied that in so many different ways with what he does, but, you know, matched with this insane amount of loyalty, he is an unstoppable, empathetic, beautiful man when he lets himself fully become that. 
And I think he definitely is on his way and he's gotten softened over time, which is good because that is who he is. He isn't this big, bold jerk of a guy. He is a good, nice man. He is not running over anyone. He is not making money to stick it in his back pocket and, and flip off the whole world as he drives by on his Lamborghini. He is generous, loving, loyal, and a perfectionist who thrives on rules. And it's, I, I don't know that there's a more powerful kind of person in this world than the man that I have married. And I know that he is finding his way to his truth. And I think finding someone who's willing to keep growing in life is the greatest gift that we could ever be given. And I feel blessed every single day that this human was brought into the world and that he was shaped and, and molded and, and kicked over and all the things until he somehow landed on my doorstep. And I could not be more grateful to the universe than I am today for this man being born and brought into my life. Happy birthday, Jordy. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah us and i would love to see you there go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here i would love you to do all of that to like share and and comment on everything that we're doing but bottom line i i just want you to do your dreams and as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire that's all that really matters change the world.